So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. Please like, share, and subscribe to get new episodes, videos, and other updates. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. I'm your host, Manuj Agarwal. And today we are talking to Pradeep Sangha, an award-winning author, entrepreneur, and a self-mastery coach and a fellow podcast host. Um, so Pradeep is here to tell us uh, all about self-mastery and how one can win in business by mastering themselves. So welcome, Pradeep. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, we are excited to have you and uh, learn from your experience and uh, gain some wisdom today. Uh, so before we get started, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, your education and experience? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess, where do I start? So I'm actually, we were, we were talking about this. I'm from British Columbia myself. I grew up in a small town called Kelowna mm-hmm. and I grew up on an orchard. My parents were orchardists and I, I learned how to work hard at an early age, but my parents kind of pushed me down the path of academics because they said, we don't want you to have to work, you know, do the manual labor that they had to do. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 I literally started uh, the path in terms of they wanted me to be a doctor. So I went to school and I was in, in, in the biochemistry program, but that wasn't for me. And I switched over to finance. And then from there, I literally just got into the corporate world and I started working for Van City Credit Union at that time. Oh, cool. And it, just one thing led to another. And I was headhunted by a company out here in Ontario. So that brought me out this way. And I was uh, I basically, I was a successful executive, but I just wasn't happy. I was having challenges on the personal side with my relationship. I, from a career perspective, everything was going great. You could say that everything on the surface looked like it was, it was perfect, but inside I just wasn't feeling like I was living the way I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the freedom that I wanted to have from a personal standpoint. And I literally just walked into work one day and I quit. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was a it was a shocker. I can tell you, at that time when people were asking me what happened, they were they thought something had gone wrong, or they, that I got fired, or something was crazy was going on. But I was just literally done with that part of my life, and I just had to move on to the next chapter. It just so happened that I was coaching individuals on the side, and that's when I just really jumped into it full time. And I've been working with entrepreneurs since, and most recently, I've just really focused on entrepreneurial men. But I, but I have female clients as well. That's very cool. The, uh, all right. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, how do you coach people? And uh, also, you know, this concept about uh, self-mastery, how does that play into your coaching, uh, coaching uh, schedule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it's very interesting. When I first started doing this, I was, so my background obviously is in, in, is in, um, is in business. I've been studying business for two decades now. That, that was my ex- area of expertise. So when I would go in and work with entrepreneurs, I thought, okay, we're just going to talk about business. That's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on strategies and tactics and really help them grow their profits and their business. But I soon found out that it was a completely different ballgame. 
and about 75 to 80% of the work that I was doing was really helping them develop themselves as a entrepreneur, as a person, as a, as a husband or a wife, or just be able to make better decisions and take better actions and actually bring their emotional mastery to a completely different level. Mm-hmm. So it just so happened that I was a personal trainer at the age of 17. And oh, that's, cool. that was kind of my, my passion was always to help people. And I studied neuroscience, I studied psychology, and I really studied how does a mind work and how do people work? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and how do you get someone to act and actually become the best version of, of themselves? So I was using more of those skills than I was the business strategies and tactics. Mm-hmm. So it really came to me that I could give someone, and I learned this when I was a personal trainer, that I could give someone the blueprint for success, lay it all out there, give them play-by-play steps, but you could give the exact same playbook to two different people and they will execute differently. Exactly, yeah. And so it all came down to their level of what I call their emotional mastery, their ability to master their thoughts as well as their energy levels as well. And so that is what I talk about self-mastery because ultimately as entrepreneurs, if we can't master ourselves, we can't master our business. Yeah, for sure. Because we we are our business's biggest asset, Mm -hmm. most important asset, as well as we can be our biggest challenge as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's so true. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the subconscious mind actually controls exactly what happens out there in the real world. So. Um, you're definitely uh, correct about that. Um, so tell me, um, you, you obviously touched upon this topic of self-mastery and entrepreneurship. How, I mean, self-mastery um, can be applied to any other field like sports or other pro, you know, professionals. How does that um, apply? How, why is it so critical for entrepreneurs? Um, uh, like I, 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 I believe um, entrepreneurs have to have a next level of self-mastery as compared to, you know, uh, other people. But uh, I would like to hear your perspective on, on this. Yeah, why it's so important for entrepreneurs. I, I would say it's just, just like anything else, as athletes, they spend their time working and performing towards a specific goal in their sport. But what are entrepreneurs doing? We're actually working towards a specific goal for our business. So it's the exact yeah. same thing. Any goal achievement requires self-mastery. Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, entrepreneurs really need to realize is that there's self-mastery for yourself, there's self-mastery in business, but there's also self-mastery in, in your personal life. Mm-hmm. And that's where there is no distinct line. And that's why it's so important. And a lot of the work that I do with entrepreneurs is not just in their business. And a lot of it's in their personal life when it comes to the relationships or how they parent or their physical health, for example, that all comes into play, their energy levels. Mm-hmm. So it's so important because ultimately as entrepreneurs, we spend a lot of our time in our business yeah, yeah. Just, and sometimes a little bit too much. For sure. and, and so if we're not at that peak state, we can burn ourselves out real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I see that a lot. And you've probably see it yourself where a lot of people are just go, 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 go. And, they're wasting a lot of time. They're wasting a lot of energy and a lot of resources. This is why self-mastery is so important because when you are able to get to that level, you're able to achieve a lot more and expend less resources, less time, less energy. Therefore, you have more time to do the stuff in life that you enjoy doing. Yeah, you have sure. the energy. Yeah. Because what yeah. happens is, as entrepreneurs, we, we work our day and then we get home and we're exhausted. Yeah. And we have little time for our family or our spouses. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've uh, gone through this experience myself. So I was working crazy hours, but um, 
yeah soon soon i realized you know there's a uh, a point of diminishing returns um, yes. after which you know it doesn't matter so might as well um use your time wisely and enjoy the things that you like to do so you know um uh, what i have adopted is like taking mini vacations uh, over a weekend and that works really magically like every month uh, you go on a small vacation and charge your battery so <laughs> that's important yeah yeah um now uh, you know um it'll be good if we can uh, get into like some practical advice on how people can get started with self mastery what does it mean to master yourself um yeah. so can you can you give us like a you know a beginner step uh, advice on that yes absolutely so again the three disciplines that we take into consideration is neuroscience performance psychology and mindfulness Okay. And so there's a lot of science behind this, but basically as human beings, we experience life in three ways. We sense things, mm-hmm. we think, and we feel. Mm-hmm. That's how we experience life as human beings. So we have to focus on those three things. So f- think of sensing as energy because yeah. we have to have some sense or some um, source of energy in order to sense things. And so this is everybody human being has life energy. And we'll take a look at, because some people say, well, from a spiritual perspective, you can take a look at it from a scientific perspective. But the simplest way to think of it is because you're a living human being, you're expending energy and you're you're actually giving off energy. So you know that you have energy because when you die, you don't have any energy, right? You're just dust. So it's important to realize that the most important fundamental resource that you have as a human being, it's not even time, it's energy. Mm -hmm. Because you could have five hours, but if you don't have the energy to be productive in those five hours, yeah. you're not going to be, you're not get, getting to that point where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So practically, there's three things to pay attention to when it comes to the energy. There's actually th- three buckets that I talked about. So there's the energy, the thoughts, and the emotional math- mastery. Those are the three fundamental buckets. So let's talk about the energy component. Mm-hmm. Well, energy is important because every time we think something, our energy is expended in some way. So every one of our thoughts actually expends energy. The average person has 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. And 47% of those thoughts aren't even controllable thoughts. They're thoughts that just drift away. So think about that. Half our thoughts, 30 to 40,000 of our thoughts are really just drifting thoughts that we have really, we're not actually controlling. But we're using energy every time we think. So the important thing there is really to be aware of where your thoughts go and be in the present moment. Because as, especially as entrepreneurs, where do we focus our time? A lot of our time is spent on the future. What do I need to do tomorrow? Yeah. What do I need to do six months from now to keep my business afloat or a year from now? Let's yeah. be strategic. But most people realize that the only time or don't realize that the only time you actually have energy impact, the ability to change something is at this moment. Mm-hmm. That's the only single time. But if 80% of our thoughts are actually in some other place, we're losing 80% of our energy. Yeah. Very important to realize. That's a unique perspective for sure. Yeah. And it's very important because the reason why we see a lot of burnout and anxiety in a lot of entrepreneurs is because their energy is being burnt out on thoughts that haven't even happened yet. Mm -hmm. It's they're thinking of things that haven't even happened or things that have happened in the past, not what's right in front of them. So be present in the moment and learn to be more present. I can guarantee you anything, your energy levels will actually start to go up. And that's why traditional mindfulness is important. Mm -hmm. The the second component is really focus. So again, what kind of focus do you have as an individual? Do you focus on empowering thoughts or disempowering thoughts? Do you focus on a singular thought or multiple? Prime example 
is most people live, especially with technology, they have their thoughts in all these different areas. Mm -hmm. The analogy I use is like an octopus. You have, you know, a dozen different tentacles out there. But every time you do that, you're actually diluting your energy. You're diluting your focus, and therefore you're not able to actually be as effective. And this has been shown by so much, so much research studies in terms of psychology that every time you try to multitask, you're not actually multitasking, you're just flipping between tasks. Yeah. So you're actually reducing your productivity by about 60%. Yeah. So this whole concept of multitasking, unless you're doing something very simple like running and listening to something like your music, it's actually not very effective. So be aware of that. Yeah. And so, and then there's another third component to energy. And this, this goes to each, what I would say, sex between a male and a female, because there's different energy types within each person. Mm. There's a masculine force and there's a feminine force. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to understand that there are two polar opposites. Masculine energy is very calm. It's very still. It's very goal oriented. It's very driven. And it's very much about getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, the feminine energy, the feminine force is very much about connection. It's about creativity. It's about flow. It's about love. Mm -hmm. The thing that we have to realize is sometimes we have to understand as men or women that what is our natural being? For, for heterosexual men, we have a natural tendency to be more, um, to have more masculine energy. Yeah, yeah. But, but the way things happen sometimes, especially in society today, Men are being trained to be less masculine. Mm -hmm. Women are being trained to be more masculine. Yeah, it's just throwing off the balance. And so now people, men are afraid to be men and women are being trained to be more, more like men. It's throwing things off. And so you have to understand which energy is more appropriate for which situation. So I'll give you a prime example. Entrepreneurship is very much about getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. So you have to practice more of your masculine energy. So, but there are times when you need to flex your feminine energy, when you're connecting with people, when you're connecting with staff, for example, you have to flex that. You can't be so goal driven when you're trying to connect with your staff. Yeah. You just have to understand that balance. Again, when you're as entrepreneurs, sometimes we're tough on ourselves and we feel guilty or if we feel sorry for ourselves, that's not a masculine energy. That's a feminine energy. That's an energy for connection. And as an entrepreneur, you have to be careful about that because if you're feeling sorry for yourself, if you're feeling down, you're not driven. Yeah. So you have to get back into that natural energy. So there's different, there's different practices that I show people how to do to really actually exercise those types of energies. But to sum up the energy component, the, the, the most important thing to realize is that you as a human being consume energy and you have to be very, very cognizant about where you consume your energy, the people that you hang out with because you have people that will either give you energy or they will drain energy from you. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's very important as well. And you probably are aware, and I, I have the situation where I come across certain family members and I can only take them in small doses. Yeah, yeah. It's just very draining. And that takes away from other aspects of our life. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's quantum physics behind that as well that actually show that each person has a set frequency and an energy level. And when you interact two people, their energy changes, their energy in the room changes. So yeah. that's very important to realize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we go into the other bucket, which is thoughts. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you want me to jump into that area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, we want to give all the tools necessary uh, to the audience. But before that, I just want to clarify one thing. You know, if, if people are listening and they may get confused uh, that 
uh, we all have both masculine and feminine er- energy. So it yes. doesn't exclude us. Like it's not exclusive to, you know, one sex or the other. Um, yeah. so I just wanted to clarify and put it out there that, you know, we can use those type of energies and, and they are within us. Yes, uh, exactly. That is. Go ahead and, and, and uh, share your thoughts about thoughts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when it comes to thoughts, so our, our mind is the second most, well, it's, it's a very important thing. The energy is the most important because when you can tap into the energy, you can actually be more effective in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you don't have enough energy, what ends up happening is the, what they call the executive part of your brain doesn't kick in. It doesn't make effective decisions that you should. So your energy is very important as an entrepreneur. You got to protect that. You got to bring those energy levels up because you will think better. You will have better quality thoughts. But more important than that, when it comes to your mind, you have to understand that your mind is a very goal-driven organ. And so you have to place a goal in front of it because that is what it will tend to move towards. If you don't give it a goal, it will find its own goal. So as people, as human beings, we need the most important thing within us and the most consistent thing is our identity, who we believe we are. As, as, as me, as Pradeep, as you, whoever we are, we, our brain will be consistent in, with those actions. So as an entrepreneur, you have to really outline the characteristics of your identity. So let me share an example. My identity that I program my mind to follow is that I'm a leader, I'm a driver, and I'm a visionary. Every single thing I do is based on those three characteristics. I recommend people have anywhere from three to four, any more than four, and you, you forget things. Yeah. Um, three is a good number. But have that in front of you because when you take that, it's like dangling a carrot in front of your brain. Your brain will say, okay, I need to be consistent with this. I've heard entrepreneurs say that they have low self-confidence, that I've even had some people say they're a loser. Every time you put that identity in front of your brain, your brain will be consistent with it. So if you tell yourself you're not, if you don't have enough self-confidence, your brain will be consistent in producing those thoughts and those patterns. Identity is very important. Know who you are and tell your brain who you are. Otherwise, your brain will actually start to uh, move in its own direction. That is the fundamental factor for your thoughts. The other one is your values. Values are so important because that is what's most important to you in life. And those are the criteria. Let's just say the principles that you follow. And most people say, yes, I know my values or they know their values. But most people, if you ask them, they'll kind of they'll kind of rant off a number of values, but then when you get them to write them down and actually rank them in order, they'll soon realize that they're actually A, not living to the values that they thought they were, and B, there's some kind of conflict in their values. Yeah, yeah. So that's an important exercise. I highly encourage you to do that. I do this every quarter, is really take a look at my values and say, okay, how am I living? What are my most important values? Yeah. You will most likely have something on your values list or not have something on your values list that's absolutely important. I'll just give you a prime example for myself. Uh, before I, I was, uh, I would say, at the point where I wanted to be in life, money was never a, a value. It was never a, on my values list, on my top 10. And I would always wonder like, okay, well, why, why am I not rich? Why don't I have the, the money that I thought I would? You know, I'm a smart guy. I know how to do things. I'm, I get stuff done. And I realized that it wasn't on my list. And then as soon as I put it on my list, things changed. And so you have to understand your brain will work towards your values as well. That is very important for people to realize. The, the, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say like, uh, it's very interesting. Um, I did the similar exercise about uh, three months ago. And you know, one of my values is adventure and, uh, and travel and things like that. And that's where the idea for me taking small oh. vacations came in where, you know, I realized why am I waiting one year to take a vacation? I should just do it. So it's yeah. very uh, interesting to, to arrive at that similar conclusion. In, yeah, that's you know? yeah, brilliant. And most people have conflicting values. Yeah. So this happens all the time where there'd be two high, high priority values that are conflicting. I'll give you an example. I worked with one entrepreneur that had a high value of independence and a high value of family. So he wanted to go out on the world and travel himself, but he also had this family that was wondering why they weren't going on trips with him. And they, he soon realized without, you know, once we put them down on paper, what his conflict was. So he had to change and shift his values a little bit. The other thing when it comes to our thoughts and our mind is our filters, the way we look at things. So up until about the age of eight years old, our brain is actually developing how we think, actually hardwiring in terms of the nerve cells and how our cells develop. So everything that we think right now, the way we think, the, so think of it from a perspective of you're wearing glasses and each time you see a situation, you're looking at the, that situation through a certain specific lens. But that lens was actually created up until the time you were eight years old, mm-hmm. which is very interesting for most people. Yeah. So the way you perceive life and your perception of life, basically, your perspective and your perspective, perception is based on how you were at eight years old, pretty much. So you have to really reevaluate to see, okay, is the way I'm looking at the situation, is it based on something that serves me at this point in time? Did it serve me as a child? Is it serving me now? If it's not, I need to change that filter. And I'm constantly doing this. And I constantly have to say, okay, in this situation, is this actually still relevant, this filter that I'm wearing? Or do I need to change it? Very important for people to realize this because this is what really creates how you think and how you make decisions. Everything is about filters. So you have to understand how your filters work internally. Yeah. And then the last, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's very deep. I mean, uh, these are very deep thoughts. Like, um, uh, you know, it's almost uh, as if you're describing uh, my personal experience as as I went through life. and, uh, you know, you don't realize all these things until you, you know, you start looking into it and researching it or, you know, go through, through uh, like really uh, hardcore therapy. So, yep. you know, the, and what you're sharing here is um, I hope some people, you know, most people can sort of uh, really take it seriously and look into this because this is sort of the definition of, of, um, of your uh, life, how it, how it unfolds. Absolutely. So, and that's why I took, you know, three, that's why I say neuroscience, psychology, and mindfulness. I really took all the key components to say, okay, what are the most important factors for self-mastery and put them together? And it's what, what I call the nine-point system. And then you have your emotional mastery, which is probably the most important thing next, obviously, you know, next to your energy and your thoughts. But it, it's fundamental because everything that we do in life is all about feelings. It's all about emotions. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that you do is based on creating an emotion of some sort. So realize that we're if you're an entrepreneur you're working towards something you have to say okay if you achieve that what emotion do you want to feel because a lot of people achieve things but they don't feel that emotion and so it's important to work backwards to say what emotions do you want to consistently feel on a daily basis and then work backwards create the business to actually fulfill those needs so if one of your your emotional needs is to feel inner peace 
Well, having a billion dollar company might not fulfill that because you might be overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. So that might not be it. But if you want to have a thrill, if you want to live a life where, you know, you're constantly on the go and you're having, you know, you're, you have high status and you need to feel that importance. Well, then a billion dollar company might be important for you. Exactly. Where is is really outlined. I would say the top five emotions and work backwards and say, what kind of business do you want? That really comes down to awareness because if you're aware of the, the feelings that you have, and I get all the entrepreneurs I work with to do what I call an hourly emotional check, because if they've outlined, hey, that they want to feel joy or fulfillment or peace, and it, on the hour, if they, don't, if, they're, if they check themselves and they're not feeling those emotions, I tell them to recalibrate because yeah. whatever they're doing at the moment is not how they want to be living. So really reposition however, what the, the actual activity that they're doing reposition how they're thinking and really change their basically their emotions. And if you're aware of it, that is the number one step. If you're aware of your emotions, then you can actually start to change them because yeah. then you, you can use words. Words are very important for changing your emotions. You can actually, through affirmations, you can actually change how you feel as well as your physiology, your body, because your emotions from a neuroscience perspective are just chemical reactions to your thoughts. Yeah. That's all they are. So if you have better thoughts, you can have better emotions. And so you can actually, and it's actually a cycle because your physiology can actually influence your thoughts. And this is important because um, through studies and research that I've done and and through some of the work that I've done in the past, uh, this isn't my basis basis of research, but 95% of the decisions human beings make is based on emotions. We just use logic logic to reinforce. So if we can actually reprogram our emotions to be happier, healthier, feel more vibrant, we can actually make better decisions that way. And so using our body is very important. That's why health is very important. I encourage every person I work with to work out, to eat healthy, right? To stay away from drugs. And, you know, I don't say you can't have alcohol or enjoy your life. You absolutely need to, but have things in moderation because that impacts how you make decisions in life and how you live life. But physiology is very important. There's now studies that show how you, how you actually sit up in power positions, for example, can actually boost your testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. So things like sitting back with your legs up on your, your feet up on your desk is actually a power position that can actually help you boost your testosterone or standing up with your fists on your, your hips and putting your chest out is a power position. If you do that for two minutes, you can actually boost your testosterone levels. So physiology is very important. But combining these three aspects, and this is why it's, it's a system. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, there's a lot of books out there when it comes to mindset. There's a lot of books out there when it comes to emotional mastery. But those are what I call point improvements. And I read dozens. I've read so many of these books over the years. And I said, you know, it's great to pick apart all these little things. But how do you bring it all together? Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what I kind of did in the nine-point system. Because you have to have your energy in check. You have to have your thoughts in and your mind in check, and then you have to have your emotions in check. And all three of them are symbiotic. They're actually three separate systems that all work together. And so that really is self-mastery as a whole. If you can get those three things down packed, which are actually very simple, um, you're going to live a completely different life. That's awesome. That's great. Very well said. Um, now, uh, just briefly, how, how, what kind of results do you see when people go through this process and, and gain self-mastery? Uh, can you share a few examples of what kind of successes people had in their businesses and their 
in their um, entrepreneurship life or uh, you know their personal life yeah absolutely i think the first thing is that they they just have a happier life they have more self confidence they feel like they have more control in life because most people feel like their their life is running them or their business is running them yeah. they feel like they have more freedom like they have more choice they have more options as soon as you feel like you have options and choice in life it feels like there's a weight lifted off your shoulders. So that's the first thing. And that really helps them. And I'm a very big, so actually a big advocate when it comes to having healthy relationships and being a, a good parent. So their family life changes because the, I would say the biggest bang in terms of making an impact for people is to really help them live in the moment. Mm-hmm. That has changed people's relationships. That's had changed how they parent it automatically changes your self-confidence as well. So from that perspective, home life for most people automatically changes by going through this, this system. From a business perspective, they become better leaders. That's really what it comes down to. They, they become better leaders. They become more resourceful, more creative. They, don't, they aren't victims anymore. They aren't running by circumstances. They're actually creating their circumstances because you can be as resourceful as you want as an entrepreneur. You just need to be at that level of self-mastery where you can actually continue to actually come up with certain ideas, be creative, actually think outside the box. That's important. So from, from, a, tact, like from a results perspective, I, you know, I've seen people double their income in 12 months, double, oh. sorry, the revenue in, in 12 months, because everything, everything in business is about you as the entrepreneur. That's all it is. And if we say, I, I see this a lot. I see a lot of entrepreneurs say, well, I, I want to make 10% more next year. Well, what is that 10% based on? Well, it's based on previous years and what we think. Well, every single thing that we do is based on a belief. Yeah. Because I've seen people, I've seen people grow their revenues 400% in six months. I've seen people do amazing things. And it's because they have a dif- different belief system. They believe that they can do something different. That's yeah. all it takes. So fundamentally, that is the most important thing for entrepreneurs is it really changes how they believe. They have a stronger confidence in themselves, stronger belief, and they tell themselves different stories. Yeah. I, think, I think that is the most important thing because everything that we do in life is based on a story we tell ourselves. It's just like a new in matrix, right? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Exactly. That's all. That's what it is. If we tell ourselves a different story, we get different results. Exactly. Yeah. And that, uh, that movie also had this deep meaning that, uh, you know, I realized later after, after <laughs> these, uh, these, uh, uh, things which I understand now. Um, so thanks a lot for this fantastic interview. I think, um, you shared some really deep, um, thoughts and, and, uh, you know, really uh, useful and valuable wisdom. Thank you for uh, for sharing that. Now, before I let you go, can you tell us a little bit about your company and how you work with entrepreneurs and how you help them? Oh yeah, so I my company right now is it's called the Male Entrepreneur, and I work uh, specifically with male entrepreneurs. I do have programs for female entrepreneurs, but I I help basically men transition themselves from where they are to to where they want to be, and I really say. It's for them to think, act, feel, and be the man and entrepreneur that they want to be in life. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. So I have different types of programs. I have a 12-week online group coaching program. I have one-on-one programs. Um, but for me, it's my personal mission to really help men actually succeed in life because that not only helps them, it helps their relationship with their spouse, it helps their children, 
and then it helps society and the community as a whole. So that, that for me is what exactly what I do. And I can tell you that there's, there's so much impact in the stuff that we do and the programs that we have that men come out of it transformed. And that is the most fulfilling thing. That's awesome. That's great. Um, all right. Thanks a lot. And I'm, I'm uh, sure that everybody in the audience got a lot of value out of this. So thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. So again, I'm Manoj Agarwal and thanks a lot for joining us on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. And now, if you are an existing or an aspiring technology entrepreneur, then I invite you to check out my new online workshop, Bootstrapping Your Tech Startup Dreams. Go to go.tetranoodle.com slash boot hyphen podcast and sign up for free. I want to make sure more successful and sound decisions are made every day in your tech projects. Let's start finding solutions to your problems. So go to go.tetranoodle.com slash boot hyphen podcast and I look forward to helping you with your tech startups.